Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, it's your girl, Fresh of Love, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Yeah. I just wanna feel elevated. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. Say goodbye the morning. Wanna feel that levitation. Yeah. We on cloud nine. What's up, my ballers? My name is Keisha Swafford, and I'm here with Gabby Hurlbutt. Um, she is with ESPN, and also um, she's the host of Boston Ballin'. So I'm so excited just to, you know, get to know you and, um, you know, for our audience to get to know you as well. So where do you call home? Like, where are you from? Yeah. So first of all, thank you for having me. I'm definitely really excited to be on the show. I, I'm honored that you asked me to come on and I'm definitely really excited about the opportunity. So thank you for that. But yeah, so I grew up in Connecticut, born and raised, um, still in Connecticut. Now I went to college in upstate New York at Ithaca College. Um, so I was able to get out of Connecticut for that period of time. But the SPN headquarters happens to be in Connecticut. So kind of ended up back in here after college and have uh, been in Connecticut ever since, but definitely um, excited to hopefully see some other places in my future. That's awesome. I know some, a few people in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a nice state. Um, definitely not a whole lot to do in Connecticut, but overall, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's really close to Boston, New York city. So that's, that's definitely cool because it was easy access to those two cities. So I've been lucky enough to be able to go into those two cities as much as I really want to, because it's such an easy commute for those two places. That's awesome. I wish I lived near uh, New York and Boston, but I live in Louisiana. So, um, I live like four hours away from New Orleans. That's the closest I can get to a big city. Oh. Or I've always wanted to visit New Orleans. That, that's one of the cities that's on my list that I want to visit because I've heard it's really cool there. It's a nice city. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's got a lot of energy, a lot of music, you know, a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll definitely, it's on my list. I'll definitely have to check it out sometime. Yeah, come on and hang out with me. Um, where, uh, like, who is your favorite Boston team? I know you do, ball, you know, Boston balling. And why is it your favorite team? Yeah, sure. So I've been a big Boston sports fan ever since I was little. Um, you know, I go pretty far back with my teams. Um, my favorite definitely, though, is the Red Sox. And the reason I say that is because they're the team that I go the furthest back with. And I remember a specific story of how I became a Red Sox fan. So I was at my cousin's house one day with my family. I was about four or five years old and they had the Red Sox game on my cousins and my aunt, and my uncle. And I was just sitting there watching it not really knowing what was going on. And they were like, you should like the Red Sox. And I was like, okay. Like, and I was kind of like, not sure. Cause I didn't really know what they were, but my cousins were like, trust me, like you should like the Red Sox. Like you'll, you'll grow up a happy person if you like the Red Sox. And I said, okay. <laughs> so like, you know, me being, you know, at that young four or five, whatever, I didn't really understand what that meant. But then I started watching Red Sox games on my own at a really young age. So then I started to really understand baseball and that kind of developed my love for the rest of the Boston teams because I started watching other Boston teams on my own after that. So I, because of the Red Sox and my, and my big love for the Red Sox and how that started, 
it it kind of created my fandom with the other teams, which is which is pretty interesting. So I go the furthest back with the Red Sox and and with baseball, but I you know I I love all my teams and and it just is it's interesting when I think about how that all started that my cousins were really my influence for liking Boston teams. Right, they just said yeah you're gonna watch you're gonna watch this game and you're gonna like them. That's basically what they said. Pretty much. Yeah. My dad is, is a, is a New York fan. My dad is a Yankees and Giants fan. And so he's kind of disappointed that I became a Boston fan, but I'm always like, dad, you know, like the cousins beat me too. You could have, you could have gotten to me earlier and gotten me to be a New York fan, but they beat me to it and they beat you to it and got me to be a Boston fan. And, you know, Connecticut's really divided. You're either pretty much a New York fan or a Boston fan pretty much because we're right in the middle of the two. And if you don't like either of those teams, you know, there's some exceptions to that people that have family from other areas or what have you, but generally you're either a New York fan or a Boston fan. And my cousins just happened to get to me before my dad. And so here I am as a Boston fan. Oh, that's hilarious. My my um dad is like a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. So he's from really? Kansas. Yeah. And he's been a Kansas fan since he was eight years old. So Wow. Yeah. He he was been waiting for that Super Bowl, you know, win. So that oh, was I'm awesome. sure. Yeah, I'm sure that he probably was super happy. Yes. He's like, 50 years. I waited 50 years. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably saw him like happier than he might have been in a lot of other situations you've ever seen him <laughs> yeah yeah we even did some videos on it on uh, youtube about it because he was like i'm gonna i want to talk about the chiefs you know i'm like okay dad <laughs> that's so funny you should that's get funny. your your dad on your podcast and just talk about the chiefs <laughs> i know he would just go all day he'd just go all day i'd be like this is this is awesome this is awesome okay. um what do you love most about boston sports I think definitely kind of the camaraderie that comes with it and, and the fan base because everybody's so loyal to their teams and, you know, Boston it's, it's, I mean, I'll admit it's been pretty fun being a Boston fan, at least in my lifetime, because there's definitely been a lot of success that have come with those teams, but not even just that it's more just everybody that's a Boston fan kind of is just so into it and, and it's just so knowledgeable about the teams and gets so excited when their teams play. And I can even speak for social media, you know, people that I don't really even know that well, but are also Boston fans. And I see things that they post on Twitter or something about their teams and they just get so into it. And I'm like, this is so, it's, it's so hard to really compare to this fan base because everybody's so proud of, of their teams. And even, even when teams struggle, like this year, the Patriots struggled and people never, you know, people still didn't, you know, like back out on, on being a fan or, or ever, you know, really bash their own team. It's just, it's a really special fan base to be a part of. And I think people know that Boston teams have had a lot of success, at least in the last 20 years or so overall, but they don't really think that way when it comes to rooting for their teams. They just think of, in the moment. And if their team is not performing well at that moment, they're like, okay, yeah, you know, like this is frustrating. And I've just found being a Boston fan and the people I'm surrounded by that are also from fan base, it's just a really special fan base to be a part of. And I think that's honestly my favorite part about it, or even going to games, the the crowd gets so into it that it definitely helps the teams win. And this past year when sports didn't have fans at a lot of games, I definitely found like that I realized how important the fans really were to games yeah. and 
it influences a lot of the result. And Boston fans get so into games when they're there. So it's just a special environment to be a part of and a special group to be a, a part of as a Boston fan. And I'd say overall, that's my favorite part about Boston sports. I definitely want to be a Boston fan now. You should be fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it's like I have a lot own, of fun. It's kind of its own community. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I watched a movie with, called Fever Pitch, and I think the Jimmy Fallon was like a big Boston Sox fan, and he wanted. It's a her great girlfriend. movie. Right. He wanted his right. He wanted his girlfriend to be a um, Boston Sox fan, but she was like, "This is weird." <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, it's a, that's a great movie. It's one of my favorite all-time movies. So yeah, it's really good. I love Jimmy Fallon. Me too. <laughs> wasn't Drew Barrymore? Who was was Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love yep. Drew Barrymore too. She's awesome. Um, yeah. so when did you start your podcast? Like what what made you just want to like actually talk about Boston sports, not just watch it? Yeah, so it was kind of an idea that I had in my head for a while. Um, I was like, oh, it could be cool to start a podcast. And I saw other people doing podcasts and everything. And I was like, oh, this sounds so awesome and stuff. And I really just wanted a platform to be able to be creative and express, you know, my thoughts on different things going on in Boston sports and create a voice for other fans to be able to do the same thing. So about a few, couple months ago, around beginning of November, I started to really kind of planned the whole thing and scratched out an idea and then came up with a name that kind of stuck when I was just playing around with names. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I'm passionate about sports, but particularly Boston sports, because that's my, you know, those are my teams. So what if I start a podcast that's based on all Boston sports and I talk about everything Boston, essentially. So then my first episode was very beginning of December. It was like around December 1st. I aired my first episode. So it hasn't been around for that long, but I'm definitely really pleased and surprised with the following that it's gotten already in, in the short period of time that it's that it's been around. And I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a Boston sports-based show. So it draws in a lot of Boston sports fans and it gives a different perspective on a lot of different things. And I have guests come on the show every week that are Boston fans or are affiliated with Boston sports in some way. And I have really good conversations with them and I think it's really cool to hear what they all have to say and hear different perspectives on things. So it's definitely been really enjoyable and I'm happy that I'm able to do it. And I just hope that it continues to succeed because I always tell people, you don't have to be a Boston fan to enjoy the show. I mean, I have a lot of people that aren't Boston fans that listen to the show. I mean, my dad watches the show every week, which granted he's probably obligated to because he's my dad, but he's, he's a New York fan. Um, but he still likes it. And I have some friends that are New York fans that like it. So it definitely is a good way to just get sports fans kind of involved. And, you know, you don't have to be a Boston fan to, to have thoughts on things going on in Boston sports. So it was just kind of a way for me to be able to express my thoughts on things and, and be creative and have my own platform to do that. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I might do a Louisiana sports. I don't know. But yeah, I think that's really cool. Like Boston is so, you know, their community is so huge and so to get, you no know, tight knit. And I love that, you know, because the Saints, I don't know, some of their fans be going which way or another, you know, like yeah. if they win, it's good. But if they lose, they don't be like, I don't even care about the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't win sometimes people are just kind of like you find them maybe being like turning a little bit to like oh I don't know if I want to be a fan of this team right right so we are not loyal <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny that you just admit that <laughs> yeah I mean I, I mean I'm just being honest <laughs> that's funny. um so 
you know, how did you get started in sports, um, you know, just in professionally? Yeah, so, you know, I've always been a big sports fan. I've always been passionate about it. So when I was looking at colleges, I was like, you know, I really feel like I want to work in sports media. I feel like that would make me really happy. So I was looking at colleges that had good programs for media or sports, um, ended up at Ithaca College, which gave me great experience. I, I took a lot of cool classes that were hands-on, you know, in the TV studio, learning about a lot of different roles in a TV studio. Like I, I directed, I produced, I was on air. I did a lot of different things. I had a lot of cool internship experiences in different sides of the media industry, which I found really helped me because I was able to learn from people that had been in the industry for a while, just about different parts of the industry and got exposure to different things that I might have not been as familiar with. So then when I graduated from Ithaca, I had all this experience with all these internships. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I feel like I have a lot of good experience and skills that I can talk about in an interview. So then started applying for jobs out of college, wasn't really sure you know, exactly where I was going to end up or what I wanted to do, but I was applying to jobs kind of all over. Threw in an application at ESPN because I saw an opening, didn't expect to hear anything back. And then shortly after I applied, I got a call from them saying they wanted to do a phone interview with me. I was like, okay, that's cool. So I did a phone interview with them. And then after the phone interview, they invited me in for an in-person interview. So I went in in person and it was a pretty intense interview. I interviewed with like six or seven different people, wow. um, which was tough because they all were asking different questions and it was one at a time. So one person came in, asked their questions. The next person came in. And the more people I went through, I was like, how many more questions can they possibly ask? I feel like they exhausted pretty much every question. Like I really came out of that interview, not confident at all. And then shortly after that, they offered me a position. And I was like, wow, like I didn't expect this at all. Like, and without hesitation, I accepted the job because I was like, you know, I feel like if I want to work in sports, ESPN is, is like one of the best places to be. So um, exactly. I accepted it and I started in August 2018 and definitely met a lot of cool people along the way. Um, definitely have learned a lot um, about, you know, the sports media field and definitely helped me to realize that sports media is really what I want to be in. That is amazing. Like that's a, that's a great story for people that are still trying to, you know, get their first job and, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You just got to go for it and, you know, just keep going because, you know, you never know, you know, you got to just be ready. Exactly. Yeah. And that's definitely something that I would say to people in terms of, from an advice standpoint is just dive into as many experiences as you can and, and keep making connections with people because any connection you have in the industry, you never know when they could help you along the way. Like you could make meet somebody and make a connection with them and they could have a job opening at the company they work for. Or they can know somebody somewhere else that has a job opening and they can speak on your character and everything else and, and say, I know this person that'd be really good for this position. So it's, it's, I always try to say to people just, you know, utilize LinkedIn and make as many connections as you can in the industry. Cause Connections are huge when you're when you want to work in sports media and also just like challenge yourself and take on new opportunities because the more experience you have and the more well-rounded you are on your resume, the you know, the the more jobs will will want to interview you and stuff. And even if it's something you're not as familiar with, 
if you can get experience in that early on and develop more skills and it'll only help you along the way because the media industry is so broad and there's so many opportunities you can do with it that the more you know the more it'll help you later on exactly yeah i'm still looking for my first journalism you know sports journalism job so yeah that really does inspire me you know just to keep going and you know just to keep learning and growing because you never stop learning i believe and exactly you know experiencing things you know especially in sports Um, yeah there's so much more i want to learn still from you know mentors i have in the field and everything else people that have been doing it a lot longer than me and i'm like i'm just excited to see where my career goes really exactly you you know you can always learn from people and you know you just take that knowledge and you just make yourself better you know as a journalist exactly yeah that's that's all we really can do right right exactly um and just one last question for you where do you see your podcast going and um you know just in the future yeah so I definitely hope to just keep developing a following on it and I'm definitely really surprised at the following it's already gotten so far. And it, it really makes me really grateful and appreciative when I have people reach out and say they enjoy their big Boston fans and they enjoy listening to the show and everything that kind of helps me to keep going and, and gives me hope for the future. And, you know, I, I just hope that people can continue to enjoy listening to it. And I hope that me starting my show inspires other people to do something similar and, and, you know, especially with being a female in the sports field, I think that that's, you know, that's definitely another thing I think that that can make us unique is is um, because, you know, sports is, is, is mostly more more of a male dominated industry. And so, um, I, like, I hope it inspires other females like me to just not be afraid to have a platform to express what they want to talk about, because, you know, we, we know, we know our stuff and we're just as knowledgeable as, as men are when it comes to sports. So I I hope that I can kind of inspire others that were thinking about doing something like this to want to do it. And I hope to just um, continue to grow it and continue to have, you know, um, cool guests on the show and maybe get into, you know, bigger name guests that, that people might be more familiar with and, and, to draw more people to the show. So I kind of have high hopes for 2021, but I'm just going to kind of keep doing what I'm doing and keep making connections. And I think the coolest thing about the podcast is how many cool people I've been able to talk to. And I'm sure you can attest to this too, that like when you do a podcast, like you're meeting so many cool people and having so many cool conversations. And that's another awesome thing about it. So anybody that's thinking about doing it, I'd always say go for it because you can you can meet a lot of cool people that way and have a lot of cool conversations that you can look back on. Yes, I, I appreciate it. You know, like I, I love that, you know, your advice and, you know, just everything that you've been, you know, in your journey, because, you know, everyone has a different journey. Everyone has a different path. And and I believe that um, your your journey is amazing. And I can't wait for, you know, your podcast to grow and you know, just for you to, you know, get better as a journalist. And I'm just super excited just to even have you on my show. And I'm just honored. Thank you so much for just taking the time. No, thank you. I was really excited when you reached out about doing it. It definitely, um, I was excited to have the conversation and everything. Yes, me too. I'm, I'm super excited. I've just, I had three interviews and it's, it's been a crazy, you know, journey. And it's been so amazing just to meet all these people. Um, so thank you so much. And I'm, You know, I just want to end it with this, you know, stay bold, stay brave and stay balling. Peace. (laughs) Thank you. I love it. (laughs) 
Yeah. I just wanna feel elevated. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. Wake up by the morning. Wanna feel that levitation. Yeah. Be on cloud nine. Feel like I'm flying, but I'm in the city.